Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, it's the Friend Zone. With Tim and Guy, it's the friend zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone. And welcome to the friend zone. That's right. It's a pretty good time for one of these, I think. Uh, an opportunity. For myself, Guy Montgomery, and my beloved friend Tim Bat to check in on one another and also with the wider world. Uh, but first things first, Tim, how mm. the bloody hell are you? I'm good, man. So uh, we are recording this at the end of March. Like, I'll put it out today, but you know, if you're listening later. So the world is going through some changes by which I mean everyone is trapped in their houses right now in New Zealand and in a lot of other places around the world as well. I was so glad to get my boy Guy Montgomery back because then we could do podcasts in the same room. But the universe has intervened, but it's okay because we've got technology, so we shall never be apart. That's right. It's funny that you chose to do the ch-ch-ch-changes because it reminded me, I was thinking of this the other day, like remember how demonstrably upset and petulant the world was when uh, old and sick famous people kept dying. And that was sort of the yeah. unifying rally cry. Like, if you 2016. Even, and it wasn't even all of them. There was like, I don't know, four or five people died. People. And everyone went up and I was like, this is the worst year that's ever happened in human history. People really took it to heart. Um, and so my hope is that all of those people who were struggling with 2016 did not live to see 2020 because I, I feel they simply mm. would not know what to do with themselves. No, that's quite right. Quite right. Um, how have you been going, Monty? I've been good, man. So just for context, it is sort of, it's officially the second day of the lockdown here in New Zealand, but it feels like it's been going a bit longer because I think everyone started self-isolating and social distancing you know, before, and um, mm. honestly, morale is pretty high. I've got a great little, uh, you know, I'm, I'm living with some fantastic people, um, no complaints. There's, we've got some lovely chilled carbonated beverages in the fridge. We've got a mountain of pasta to, to cook and eat. I've been great. running. I'm actually doing a running race with my friend, Ken Griffin, who's um, mm-hmm. self-isolating up north. 
uh, where we're in a we're in a race to see who can get to a hundred kilometers first. How how far? What are you up to? Well, we started yesterday, so currently yeah. I'm at uh, seven point four one kilometers. And after I submitted my run, he ran seven point eight seven kilometers. I want a piece of this action. Well, it's it's a pretty exciting race. You're, you're a day behind, and the the other there are other sort of. St- I don't know whether I want to bet on it or join in, but I, I I want some sort of involvement. I can bet on it. So I'll tell you all the details, and then you can decide who you want to put your money on. Pretty yep. much, uh, you're only allowed to do a run that is longer than ten kilometers once. And ah. if we both cross the 100-kilometer threshold on the same day, it comes to a count back on average pace per kilometer. So Of of the total? Yeah. So for reference, yesterday I ran my 7.41 kilometers in 4 minutes and 56 seconds at an average of... Holy smokes, no, that's no, fast. No, no, not the whole distance, sorry. At an average pace of no, 4 minutes. Pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ken that's ran... That's so quick. Well, Ken ran his at an average pace of 4 minutes and 43 seconds per kilometer. What? The hell? Are you guys serious? Deadly. It's so quick. Um, and the the winner gets a sports jersey of their choosing bought by the loser. So those are the stakes. I think I've laid everything out for you pretty clearly. Um, and, yeah, pick your fighter, I suppose, either now or towards the end of the friend zone, just at a time of your choosing. I guess I need someone else to, like, bet with, you know, bet against. Yeah. Or else I'm just putting $50 on a table and then taking $50 off a table. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's sort of, I guess, what betting has come to in these in these times. <laughs> That's cool, though, man. It's good to have a challenge. It's good to stay physical. Absolutely. Um, oh, so for some other context about stuff that's been going on, uh, we, Guy and I, have been making this streaming internet show called Happening, uh, which has done... Two episodes? Yeah. I'm planning out the third one, which might happen today, I think. And uh, it's been real groovy. It's sort of on the premise that people need a bit of a distraction at the moment, take their mind off things. So we're trying to put the art in party and just get a whole bunch of our artists and comedian friends to chuck content in. And I've rigged up a little sort of miniature TV studio in my garage. Um, And it's all all happening. It's good fun. Yeah, it's really cool. I can't even as a someone who's contributed to the two episodes. I can't recommend watching it enough. I had a great time watching episode two and occasionally beaming in uh, from the bath, and uh, it's it's fantastic to see sort of the realization of your technical ability and creative vision, Tim. So my sincere congratulations once more for that. Um, you can Thank find you. it on Twitter at happening underscore show and on Facebook at happening or something. Uh, if you go facebook.com slash this is happening show um, and the youtube and there. the youtube channel has the previous two episodes on it it's um it's cool it's cool watching you do that i was really it's so it's so funny watching you get, sort of not deliberately but just getting like stoned right to the edge of your technical ability to navigate the system you've built there's so much mm. comedy just in watching you Figure it out on the fly. And then also in the segments, of course. But um Do you know that's what that's what a lot of people have been saying that it's like the most entertaining bit is just seeing me absolutely struggle. Because I'm completely by myself operating like three computers, a bunch of cameras, a sound test. There's a lot of shit going on. 
and uh, frequently it doesn't go well. Um, there's been a lot of uh, guests who I've brought onto the show who have been muted, uh, and, and you get a one one direction conversation where it's just my half beaming out to the yeah. internet, where it's it's kind of important to hear what the other person's saying. Um, so if I do a show today, which I think I will, that'll be interesting because uh, generally what's happened in the first two episodes is my beautiful wife Zoe will come down because she's watched. Uh, the stream live, which is very nice, and she goes, "Tim, no one can um, hear the, the the Skype call." Yeah, and then I'll flick a switch and go, oh, "Fuck!" <laughs> She's again. like your de facto producer. But uh, mm. if you haven't checked that out yet, well worth checking out. Um, really, really, yeah. Just there's a lot of good energy on that show. A lot of good energy, a lot of goodwill, a lot of love, a lot of elbow grease, and this quite a lot of all a, about. A, a flustered Tim Bat. Battling yeah. against self-created <laughs> challenges, which is a delight. Honestly, one of the funniest running bits I've seen all year. Now, in the meantime, this is going to be quite a weird time jump because uh, when we dig into the mailbag for the friend zone here, we're going to travel back yes. to a world that uh, the current one doesn't resemble at all. Yep. It'll be fun. Certainly. A walk through time. Do you want to lead it off, Tim? I've got uh, correspondence as recently as early February here on the Facebook, and I imagine you're still in the depths of I'm f- 2019. I think I'm Feb as well. Maybe I opened um, a too recent one, but I've got uh, 6th of Feb here, a $7 donation from Jim, who simply writes, meow, 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 meow. Ah, well, that is... Uh, a delightful piece of correspondence. <laughs> um, That's the message. I'm actually also in the world of cats right now, uh, which uh, this one reads, Hi, boys. My name is Nikki, and I work at a movie. This is uh, the 10th of February, 2020, by the way. Mm-hmm. My name is Nikki, and I work at a movie theater here in the States. I wanted to shed some light on the whole cats fiasco. So, yes. theaters received the improved cats film, Sorry. So theatres received the improved Cats film file less than 48 hours after it premiered. We started showing it the Thursday night, and then we got an email two days later stating, starting that Sunday, to use the new file. Yes, the new file looks terrible. I also questioned if I was watching the new or old file. We only had it at our theatre for less than a month. We did have one guest call and was upset that we were no longer showing it. I do wish the theatre I'd worked at had some cinemas in New Zealand. I could have given you passes to save you some cash. Please let me know if there's any cats or movie theatre-related questions I may be able to help. Thank you for your work. You really make me happy. I listen to the worst scripted event of all time on long drives. I almost know it by heart. Thanks, and you can say my name, Nikki. Wow. Thanks, Nikki. I haven't listened to the worst scripted event of all time, maybe since it came out. You know, That'd be a lovely walk down memory lane. Absolutely. Can you refresh everyone's memory guy on what that is? Yeah, well, I've, I, I'm fairly certain I haven't listened to that ever, but um, it was a crossover podcast we released with Ben's Akron Blacker from the Thrilling Adventure Hour where we wrote out... It was the, the Work Juice Players. It was, that was the sort of outfit they were, yeah, they they, were representing and including. They set us up with them. Uh, so we wrote out the Grown Ups 2 script from memory and um, including director's notes, and we're given this sort of uh, a real, a star-laden cast to perform our script with us reading the director's notes live in Los Angeles. And this would be, what, two or three years ago? Um, More. Four? Yeah, I reckon maybe 
four or five. Oh my goodness! I'm actually I'm I'm scrolling back through the internet to try and find the cast list for everyone, but uh, it was Busy uh, Phillips was played Adam Sandler. That's right. Um, we had uh, Melanie Linsky. Yeah, uh, I can't remember who she, she played a whole bunch of people. Melanie Linsky, uh, Jason Ritter, Baron Vaughan, Michael McMillionaire, um, Kate McCucci from Garfunkel yeah. and Oates. It was. Genuinely insane. Uh, Humphrey Kerr. And anyway, it's it's well worth a visit. If you want to hear just absolute hysteria while we trudge through, you know, forcing these phenomenal comedians and actors reading our version of the Grown Ups 2 script, a script that I feel like we went on the record as saying shouldn't have been out there in the first place. Um, Correct. Yeah. If you, was PFT included no, on that? He, was, he, was he wasn't, eh? We either didn't have access to him or he was not available. Sure. That's okay. He's been on a couple of eps. Or it's it's all good stuff. It's all sitting there for you. In fact, here's what I here's what I'm going to commit to do, and I'm going to write a note because I always threaten to do these things, and then I don't do them because I don't write them down. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to find that episode, um, so that you don't have to hunt for it. And I'm going to put it at worstideaofalltime.com. That is worst scripted event of all time. I'm going to pop that on probably the front page. And if it's not on the front page, I'm going to create a new page on the website that just says Worst Scripted Event, and you can find it there. I love that. Well, thank you so much to Nikki and uh, for reminding us and to all of the contributors who made that episode a possibility. Absolutely. Really appreciate you. This is a message that comes to us. I'm just emailing myself the note now, guys, so I don't lose it. Yeah, good on you. Um from Andrew Forsyth, Forsyth, which is a very familiar name. I'm not sure why. Hey there, Tim Bone and Guy Fighter. I recorded my own rendition of the Friend Zone theme, and I'd be honoured if you played it on the Friend Zone. If this makes it to the pod, please put my full name, Andrew Christopher Forsyth, on the record. Big fan of your work. Someone's got to do what you do, and it's you two. Really good work on Cats the Musical the Movie. I used to watch the old Cats movie at my grandma's house and dance around the place like a cat. It was weird, but formative. <laughs> Thanks for being so strong for all of us. Uh, and then we've got a SoundCloud link. And I think it's the one that we played at the start of this episode. That would make which sense. Which guy didn't hear, and I, I didn't hear either. But let me just check, because I think we've been playing it for a couple of leaps, maybe. Um, do you mind, Guy, if you just hold fire for one second? I'm just going to play it. Holding fire. Yeah, it's that beautiful barbershop one that is our current theme. So Andrew Andrew Forsyth not only contributed the theme, but he gave us twenty bucks as well. Wow. On PayPal. How fucking good is That's that? That's like an old style radio deal where uh record company owners would pay the radio stations <laughs> to play their music. What an incredible Payola. deal we just brokered. That's right. <laughs> Fuck life is good sometimes. Oh yeah. Um this one, also from the 10th of February, 2020, it reads, Hello, Frosty Felines. Would love to get your hot take on cats at the 2020 Razzies, where all the noms deserved, where there are other cats who should have been nominated instead. In summary, nominated, Worst Picture. Nominated, Worst Director, Tom Hooper. Nominated, Worst Actress, Francesca Hayward. That feels harsh. Mm. Nominated, Worst Supporting Actor, James Corden. Oh, I feel like... I understand that nomination, I but I don't artistically agree with it. Yeah. Uh, nominated Worst Supporting Actress, Judy Dench. 
Yeah, I'll co-sign that. She wasn't good in this. Nominated Worst Supporting Actress, Rebel Wilson. Uh, I hated her, but I don't know if it was the acting. Uh, nominated Worst Screen Combo, Any Two Half Feline, Half Human Hairballs. So I think that's the entire cast. <laughs> yeah, meow. Uh, worst Screen Combo, Jason Derulo and his CGI neutered bulge. Yep. And Worst Screen Combo. They're having fun with these. Yeah. We took it very seriously. It looks like it actually did take out uh, Worst Picture at the Razzies. That makes sense. I think... Um, worst worst actor went to John Travolta for something called The Fanatic and Trading Paint. <laughs> what a crazy title. That guy has been uh, turning in some absolute shithouse performances recently, <laughs> and this is probably a pretty good opportunity for us to, to maybe familiarize ourselves with them. We haven't spoken about this off mic, but we could revisit uh, John Travolta's recent back catalogue if we wanted to... Hey, now we're cooking. That sounds like something that might be fun for us to do. Yeah, man. I think uh, there's a lot of podcasts out there that do like there's um, uh, what is it? Footsteps in the Sandler. Yeah, I think that look at all the Sandler movies. There's um, Cage. What are some other ones? There's like there's oh yeah, people do Nicholas Cage. Uh, some guys did Mike the Alexi and Cam from Australia did Mike Myers. Um, I can't remember what that was called. That was fantastic. Those guys are very funny. I want to try and find these. So the Nick Cage one, there's one called Cage Club. Is that the one you were thinking of? Possibly. Whatever the top hit is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just because I would uh, hate to miss naming a podcast on oh, our podcast. It was called... The, Speaking of which, it was called, guess you got a shout. M- oh, you're gone. It was called Mike Check, by the way, with Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos. Uh, they, Those guys are fucking funny, so you should get on there. It's a great one. Yeah. But we should we should we should look into that. And also, while we're talking about cats, while we are talking cats, uh, we have been alerted that the director's commentary is now available. So Tim and I will look forward to yeah. pouring over that and relaying you our nice. thoughts in podcast form. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Um, also, I forgot to mention this up top, and how could I? We got a fucking shout out on Conan Needs a Friend, which was very nice. Oh, yeah. From that uh, fantastic and dastardly producer, Matt Gurley, in his quiz. Uh, yeah, man. We had Gurley on the final episode of our um, We, uh, are, your we are Your Friends season in Los Angeles. And from memory, we were fucking caned, and he was really putting up with us. Oh, I, I think. Sweaty back do you know? At what was it called? The comic book. Was it Nerd Mel? Um, Nerd Mel, which doesn't exist anymore, I think. That's right. Uh, I actually remember I got especially caned, and you were you were holding it together pretty well, and he was especially holding it together. But um, <laughs> yeah, huge shout out to Matt and to Conan. Who ne- yeah, who needs a shout on the pod, who, ne- eh? who needs a big shout out, of course. <laughs> yeah, Conan O'Brien, notoriously underrated and underappreciated comedian uh here is a i've got some lovely short ones carl sent us 25 us dollars and said for grabbing you by the short for grabbing you by the short and curlies carl that is nice dope do you want to blitz through a few other quick ones yeah absolutely um adam 10 buckaroos no message thanks adam uh, this one is, oh, Amy did a confusing thing where she set up a recurring $2 payment to us on PayPal. Um, join the Patreon, mate. <laughs> I think it might be a better way to do it because then you get some rewards out of that. Nick writes, dear Tim and Guy, huge fan. Just wondering, how is Mr. Big able to write words in his big book of ideas if he is illiterate? Looking forward to your clarification. Keep up the good work. Best regards. Nick Lidzow. Great question, Nick. So my understanding of the big book of ideas is it's sort of written in Big's version of hieroglyphics, a sort of a scratching that only he could decipher. Uh, Thankfully, we also, having spent so much time with him in the book, have access to the inner workings of his mind and his wrists and his fingers. But uh, I would describe the book as... Um, incomprehensible and inaccessible to anyone who hasn't put in the the hours that we have. <laughs> That's dead right. Yep. I can't improve on that. It's kind of a mix between... The untrained eye would interpret it as childish drawings and scribbles, but someone who's more familiar with the inner workings of a, of a genius mind will recognize it for the brilliance that it is. A hundred percent. A lot of big plans. Every... What looked like sort of accidental uh, scratchings of pen on paper often represent huge swaths of really intense and in-depth thought. Um, much like sometimes you'll see a child who's on the on the brink of a mental growth spurt, struggling to articulate the particulars of what is running through their head, Mr. Big mm. finds the same challenge in communicating his ideas to the, the written word. But uh, I guess that's where, you know, he has to be grateful for guys like us. And we have to be grateful to a guy like him. I mean, you know, it's one of the it's one of the great works. It's a weighty tome, that big old dusty leather bound book. And um I fucking love the thing. <laughs> Alan has given us a staggering forty four dollars and sixteen US cents. I'm not sure why that exact amount. Um but I'm gonna read too much meaning into it and and think on it and meditate on that number. Trying to figure out what that's all about. Can you say it again? Forty-four sixteen from Alan Green. Forty-four sixteen. It's a lot of money. 
Maybe that's the date that this whole COVID-19 situation will finally blow over. Oh, boy. Here's open. Now, <laughs> I've got a message from Trina. Um, she sent an original message on Christmas Eve uh, 2019, which I am going to assume I read out loud. It's very long. Uh, let me make some cliff notes. Dear beloved Flash and Timberlina, um, when a friend asked me what helped carry me through, through 2019, I was given pause. I started the year with postpartum depression and postpartum OCD, along with episodes of disassociation. I was lucky enough to have the help of a bevy of friends, family, medical professionals, and am now recovering. Does this sound familiar? Not to me. Because I've got to admit, it doesn't sound familiar to me either, and I feel like we'd remember this one. Absolutely. It's, it's, um, it's Swiss cheese as my brain is. Okay, well, I'll continue. I'll read the whole thing. Apologies if this is the second time I've read it. But a large part of what helped me feel human again was the worst idea of all time. I started listening when my baby Rain was six weeks old in December 2018. An insomniac driven by compulsion to check on the kids on the kid dozens of times an hour, one of the few things that kept me company and helped me relax were you two, uh, uh, you know this word, but I don't guy, mellifulous, crap, what is that word? Can you spell it out? M-E-L-L-I-F-L-U-O-U-S. Mellifulous. Mellifulous. It means like really, it means like honey in your ears, I think. I think it's mellifulous. With that word followed by Kiwi Voices. I started with what was available on Spotify, and like a lot of your fans, I started listening to season two, then three, then one, then all of the friend zones in between. You had such a natural chemistry, so willing to yes and each other, and you were so fucking funny. Some of my first postpartum laughs were at you two. I found myself uh, seized with loss upon finding that the show was over, only to find... As I listened, you were putting out another season, seemingly just for me. <laughs> knowing there were, knowing there was new content, helped me during some dark days. As I caught up, I realised uh, I could listen to it again. If you're wondering if I talked about you in therapy, know that I did. If a bunch of NHS uh, parental, I'm saying that wrong, mental health professionals listen to your podcast, it's because I didn't shut up about it for a year. <laughs> Fuck, man, this is so touching. Um, I just finished my third re-listen. For me, revisiting the same content was a source of boundless joy and overwhelming laughter, a voluntary act of self-care. I'm still hearing new jokes or appreciating old favourites in a new way on every re-listen. I was delighted to find out that Tim loved the name Rain. We uh, Cool. Okay, so we have heard from this person before. Um, we picked a gender-neutral name for our baby and are using they-them pronouns until they get old enough to let us know which pronouns to use. I'm back at work. I'm happy again. I am able to live with the intrusive thoughts uh with the with, yeah sorry with the intrusive thoughts that made the early days of motherhood so hard to handle. I feel so much better and without you guys knowing you were there to go back to I can't imagine how much more I would have struggled. I don't know that what 2020 will bring. <laughs> but <laughs> uh but I know it'll have at least I'll have at least one more go around on worst idea of all time. And in the unlikely scenario that I should ever get tired of it, I joined the Patreon a few months ago. So I have a stash of cold pressed extra virgin Tim and Guy pure content to dip my toes into when I need a hit of something new. Thank you both so much. I listen to a ton of podcasts, but yours is the one that helped me get through the most challenging times of my life. I don't know what you plan to do next, but I have a budding theory that you guys 
uh, really need it to be both difficult and see the other person struggle and persevere. There's a bond in the intimacy of, share, of shared pain and seeing someone at the most vulnerable. I bet there's some writings on this in BDSM research. Could be something to investigate. Please feel free to pick a middle name for kid number two. Much, much, much love, Trina. P.S. This doesn't need to be friend-zoned. I, I'm going to keep reading, and if she wants me to cut it out, I will. Uh, I already know you would happily friendzone me if you had more time and energy. I just want to let you know how much I adore your hilarious work. And then there's another email guy, which is just a couple sentences um, from February 19th. I just watched 10 minutes of Real Rob to see what you guys were doing and started crying because it was so terrible. I cried real human tears with my real human eyes. You poor fucks. I love you so much. Oh, my God. And it's from Trina. Well, Trina, that is a beautiful piece of correspondence. I don't quite understand why it is we uh, uh, provide this service of helping people out when they are, you know, at their lowest ebb, but um, certainly not what I knowingly set out to make, but a, a very happy byproduct of the idiocy to which we've committed over the years. So, Trina, I'm so, There's no, I'm so glad a, to hear that we've been It's a dream fulfilled. I would love to um, go out and design something that could be that useful for people, but I know that if I went out with that intent, there's no way I could pull it off. Yeah. So I'm so glad that we accidentally tripped over this thing. Because Guy and I, we, we love this stuff, man. We lo- we love uh, we love oh, letters like that. This yeah, we love yeah beautiful. we love letters like that. This stuff being our product, I mm, uh, it's different. What a what a confusing relationship that is. What do you think of our product? Do you think that we are a high quality product, Tim? No, I wouldn't say. Well, it depends. What quality are you measuring? As uh, however you interpret the question, I think no, and I think there's a beauty in that. <laughs> when I hear high quality, I think like you know, super high production values, a regular release schedule, people who know what they're doing, probably some sort of corporate structure that looks after the show, making sure there's, you know, regular stuff that goes out and technical glitches are figured out and whatnot. But I, I, that's not what I like to do. I don't like big organizations of people. I think anything more than, I don't know, 60 people is inherently evil. (laughs) Take that. So I like Take what we're that, doing. your beloved NHS. <laughs> uh, well, that was that was a, a really sweet piece of correspondence. And hopefully um, through Happening Show and My Week with Cats and Do More, which is all online now, uh, there's, there's yet more entertainment to get you through a 2020, it seems, that not only you but no one could forecast. Uh, mm. So all of our best wishes and thanks for that message. I've got... Uh, We're sending our love to you, Trina. We've got a little something here that was written on the 14th of February in 2020 that says, G'day. Guy, before we move on, did you want to throw any suggestions out there for a middle name for the second child? Great question. Um, I think that uh, I'm I'm in a child's bedroom right now recording this Uh don't worry it's all above board i'm allowed in here (laughs) uh and i'm looking at the name of a book that i often read to the child it's called uko and it's about a a young fox who has a burning desire to fit in um and goes on a bit of a journey and and learns a lesson at the end of the book and it's spelled o-o-k-o and i've always thought it's such a cool name 
And it's also a great name because when the child would be learning to write their name, Uko is a breeze. You've got three of the same letter and a K, which is just three lines. Um, that's my nomination. I mean, it's it's really a case of reading what is literally right in front of me, but I, I do have a, a soft spot for the name. That's brilliant. Well, no obligation, Trina, but I, I co-signed that. I think it's a wonderful um, name. Obviously, you do whatever you want. It's your child, but maybe maybe I'll take it if you don't. Uko, and the book, by the way, for any parents listening or anyone who's interested or, uh, you know, if, if Chris Noth is reading and he, he's, he's trying to break through that barrier, is by Esme Shapiro. No relation to Ben. <laughs> G'day, you don't know. goodest boys, I'm assuming, because the message of this book runs directly contrary to <laughs> some of that guy's core beliefs. Uh, G'day, goodest boys. I always find it fun to hear about the various circumstances in which people listen to your articulate ramblings. Would love to share my own scenario. You boys and the friends are currently joining me mid-tour as I travel Australia with a Star Wars-themed dance and burlesque show called The Empire Strips Back. (laughs) I play Han Solo. This weekend's performances are in Sydney at the Enmore Theatre. Jesus, fuck. That's a big theatre. Congratulations. Well, it depends what room you're in. I got the Enmore for the Sydney Comedy Festival no. too, which isn't happening, but they're going to put me in a broom closet. Yeah, they're not going to Tim, they're not going to put on the Empire Strips Back, a Star Wars themed dance and burlesque show in a, you know, 70 seat room. We're talking yeah, 1500 right. to 2000 people. You've been th- fantastic company through many a crowded airport and many a turbulent flight across Australia. When my pay slips start to come through, I'll throw you boys a bone via the Patreon. However, by way of appreciation, I'd love to offer you goodest boys a couple comp tickets to see the show next time we tour. Uh, Not sure if we'll come to New Zealand with the show. However, if Happenstance finds us in the same city, you'd be more than welcome along. The tour is going to the US soon, so guy, if you're headed back to the States, I'm sure we'll swing by your home city at some point. You beautiful boys are very brave and very bold. Cheers for the laughs and the relentless positivity in the face of adversity. Nice work. Say my name. Ben. P.S. No need to read this bit out as it may come off as a plug, but I've recently ta- do it. But I've recently taken over as a creative director of a film and media company. So if you boys ever find yourself in Sydney, Australia, and in need of footage, marketing, or direction, hit me right up. Would be happy to help help you up anytime. Follow at Moose underscore Visuals over on the Insta. P.P.S. Rob Schneider made a joke about male dancers, and Tim's indignation about the insensitivity of the joke made me feel real warm and fuzzy. Cheers for always finding the good fight, lads. Blokes do dance too. And that is from Ben in Sydney, Australia. Well, Ben, thank you so much. Can you find me over their their Instagram handle? Yep. At Moose underscore Mm -hmm. visuals. At Moose visuals. That's great. Because, fuck, he sounds like someone who could probably help on happening. And I suspect might have a bit of time on his hands at the moment. Absolutely. That's uh, devastating, though, because that's exactly the kind of show that uh, obviously will have put... I mean, everything's off. Everything's yeah. off. But, um, well, Ben, I, Ben, right? Yes. So we had someone Shapiro before, and now we've got Ben something now. Hmm. Well, no... It, Coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> I think not. This next letter comes from a man named Ben. No. Uh... Tucker? Tucker C. Very strange. 
We've got one here from Heen Sanity. Hmm. <laughs> Seems confusing. Are you going to read one, Guy, or am I going to read one? Uh, your call, man. Should we both do one more and then we'll be out of here? Subject line, highest number of PhD listeners? Hi, boys. Just getting around to the December 18 podcast, but I wanted to check in. Also, a PhD. And so is my husband. We started listening to you through Death Blart, and I've, and I've gotten hooked. All my best, Sarah. Wait, that's Dr. Sarah. Brackets. I don't think this will be on air, but it's fine to read my name. Dr. Sarah Fisher. Doctor, eh? Well, th- that's good shit. Thank you, Dr. Sarah Fisher, for listening. For- Great to hear from you and your uh, educated husband also, you smart cookies. Absolutely. Could you ever do a PhD, guy? Uh, yes, but I wouldn't. Good answer. Yeah, great. Love that. Yeah. Right, what's your last one? It's long. It's almost from the present day. I think the next friend zone is going to be an absolute belter. If you've got messages to send in, by the way, worst idea of all time on Facebook. Um, we're pretty much up to speed, so they'll, they'll probably get rid on the next one or the one after. Um, so if you're, you're at a loose end and you, you just want to write something for the sake of it, uh, fire them in. What's the email, Tim? Um, send them to... Uh, li- uh, Little Empire Podcasts at gmail.com. Fantastic. So this one is from March 9th. So I'll be interested to see if it broaches the, the current situation. It reads as follows. Hello, Tim and Guy. Would you indulge me in a tasty little bit of shameless podcast self-promotion? That's what friends Ooh. are for, right? A couple of years ago, three intrepid Wellingtonians embarked on a brave mission piggybacking off your concept like naughty, hungry leeches. We watched Bad Mums 2 52 times. They do sort of give it away in the title, but we were absolutely unprepared for just how bad those mums were. It's frankly outrageous, and they damn nearly broke us. So naturally, we're back for a second season. This time, Twilight, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Do you know, I just want to say to I feel physically yeah. ill at the prospect of people doing this sort of thing. It's um, I feel like one of the guys from Jackass when they realise that uh, there is a sort of trail of destruction that their behaviour might cause. Um, yes. Anyway, I'll continue. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. I write this after completing our first watch, and it's safe to say that this is a spectacularly ill-advised decision. However... We were initially going to do cats, but then you boys hopped on that one and all oh, lucky escape. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your continued suffering in the name of Red Hot Content. But yeah, if any of your good listeners want to give us a try, we'd be deeply grateful. We're called the even worse idea of all time because we're cheeky little vixens and we're available at reputable podcast vendors everywhere. Everywhere, sorry. Hugs and kisses. And if, you, if this is friend zoned, you can for sure say my name. That's from Oliver Pohl. So that's called the even. Yeah, I remember. I remember these cats from the capital. Uh, Good on them. The even worse idea of all time, if you want to hear some other New Zealanders go on a similarly misguided but different journey, give them a look. And then the next correspondence is from the 19th of March, which is very well and truly in the present day. So we'll uh, save that for next time. Oh, okay. But... um. 
It's been a delight. I've really enjoyed catching up with you, Tim, and all of our friends. Um, this is the best thing, eh? Like, I don't know if anyone would care to listen to these friend zones. You know, it's it's just us giving ourselves a pat on the back um, via your correspondence. But boy, does it make these two boys feel good to hear from you. And just as a heads up, so things that we're making at the moment to, you know, uh, just keep you distracted for a little bit. And can I recommend... I'd. I've started doing um, media commentary for the student uh, radio station here in Auckland, and, and I said this on Monday to everyone, and I want to re-emphasize it on a global scale. Maybe just, like, chill out on the news at the moment, because um, people at the moment have a little bit more free time than usual, and I understand uh, the temptation to just be hooked on what's happening all the time, but realistically, you've got to remember there's, there's some things in your control and some things not in your control, and uh, the things that aren't in your control, if, if you sort of fixate on them, it's going to be really harmful for both you and all the things that are in your control. So just be kind to yourself. Try and maybe chill out from the news you don't need to hear all the time. Give yourself some breaks and um, maybe try and uh, politely, gently nudge people in that direction who are around you as well. And um, as for us, we're assisting in that endeavor by um, keeping things a little bit silly over at happening you can join us over there trying to do an episode sort of twice a week at least uh if possible and we're going to be putting out um what were previously paywall patreon only episodes uh of worst idea stuff we're going to put that on the free feed um and we're going to make some more stuff for the patreon obviously as well for our contributors if you're in a position to support we really appreciate it 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 keeps the whole operation ticking along patreon.com slash t-w-i-o-a-t um but on that monty anything else oh do you we've sort of mentioned that we're gonna have a look at cats again with the dircom yeah any any anything else that we've got to to bring up before we say goodbye uh no i think we got that to look forward to. I, I, I we'll talk about this off off uh, mic, but I do think um, digging through perhaps John Travolta's ten most recent films, just as a, a mini series oh, yeah. somewhere, I think would be a great use of the time we have on our hands. Well, not a great use, but certainly sounds good. Might be enjoyable for <laughs> others. Um, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, just to reiterate what you were saying, you know, you, you don't need to follow the news. Take some days off social media. It'll make a world of difference. You know, it is perhaps not the healthiest thing to see what everyone is thinking and saying and doing all of the time. It is totally mm. unnecessary. If you can, get out for a walk. Um, and, you know, just just enjoy yourselves. Like, it's, it's hard, I know, but this is an opportunity to really kick back uh, – Smoke some weed and just fucking watch some content or create some content. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it's um, if you can just find little pockets of the day for you to enjoy yourselves, it, it'll make a world and of we difference. Do, we do realize that not everyone's in the uh, blessed position we are in New Zealand where we've got a, a pretty sort of competent leadership uh, taking charge and, and we feel pretty safe and looked after. So, hey, as, uh, in the words of the genius... Jerry Springer would say, look after yourselves. Oh, wait, fuck, I fucked it up. What does it, I always get this wrong. What, it was it's very specific wording. Look after each other and yourself. No, that's not it either. Fuck. Try again. I'm, I'm literally Googling it. I Take care too. of yourself and each other. Ah, 
I've I got, we take it for granted today. We take it for granted. <laughs> what the fuck is that? To, oh, we've cooked it. All right, everyone. We'll see you on the next thing that we see you on. Bye-bye. I've got more. I've got more Jerry Springer quotes. I'll leave it with this one. Good luck to all of our guests. Hope you can find some happiness in your future endeavors. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Well, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. It's the friend zone. We're going to have a good time. It's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone. 